Welcome to the Detox Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Gwena, certified holistic health coach and detox enthusiast, and I'm here to talk all things detox. Toxins exist in our lives in many forms, from the foods we eat, products we use, people we spend time with, and even the thoughts in our heads. Here we discuss how various toxins may be sapping our energy and vitality, and how we can detox to create a life we love. Each week, we'll discuss everything from nutrition, clean beauty, body image, stress management techniques, career and business, relationships, you name it. Whether it's with a guest or just yours truly, we'll get real, raw, and honest and provide tangible tips to detox all areas of our lives. If you're ready to step into the most vibrant version of you, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Detox Diaries podcast. This week, I am going to be talking life lessons from my wedding. So much like the Bachelorette episode, it's things that obviously are related actually to my wedding, but really relate to just life in general. And obviously, you know, I love to share on this podcast everything about my knowledge and conversations with other people, but also just the things that I'm experiencing and big things in my life. So I felt like how am I not (laughs) going to do a wedding episode after it's been so much buildup and a lot of lessons were learned. So the first of them being living life on your terms and doing what is right for you. And this is one of those things where my wedding was really kind of, it's like a microcosm of life in a sense. It's this really huge day with all of this pressure put on it. And people have a lot of expectations from you. People, individuals in your life have expectations and you have expectations. And then there's also just when it comes to weddings and also with life, there's just expectations of the way everybody's always done it. You know, like you get married, you know, I grew up Catholic, so most of my friends did as well. And you get married in a church and it's this whole day extravaganza and you start getting ready at 8 a.m. And, you know just all of these details of like what is quote unquote normal and the way that people have always done things. And my husband and I were so happy that we really did it our way. Like everything was really down to every last detail, really just true to us. We only had 45 people at our wedding, which obviously is very small. It was really just the people that are absolutely the closest to us. And it was just so amazing to be able to really spend time and chat with everybody that was there and not feel like you're just in a a dizzying, you know, 200 person room where you're trying to say hi to everyone. So that was something we also didn't really do a lot of the traditions that other people do. We, um, we got married in New York City, where we live only about 10 minutes away, 10 minutes walking (laughs) from where we live. Um, And we had the ceremony at the same place, so we didn't get married in a church. We actually had one of our best friends officiate it, which was also just really sweet and intimate and personal. And it just, we loved every moment of that. We also just decided to do things differently in terms of like, we had past appetizers rather than having a huge cocktail hour. We decided to have the photographer only come for once we were all ready and we did quote unquote a first look which that we didn't even want to do but just by nature of you have to see someone you know your husband each other for the first time so there's going to just naturally be a first look that they want to capture but I was very sure about the fact that like I didn't 
want the photographer to be in the hotel room with me and my friends and my mom when we were getting ready. I felt like that was a really intimate moment that, yes, I had my friends take pictures and I wanted to capture it, but I didn't kind of just want like this strange man like standing in the hotel room while my mom's like buttoning up my dress. So things like that. You know, we didn't do the big entrance where they announce you for the first time as a couple, which wouldn't have worked for us anyway because we were already married. But just various things like that, that we were really sure of what we wanted and we didn't change our minds. And I think it's interesting because I think for a lot of these things, you know, I'm older, I'm 36. I've seen a lot of my friends get married. I've been to a lot of different weddings and... I, you know, you get a sense of kind of what feels like you and what doesn't. Whereas I think for a lot of people, when they get married, they might be of kind of like the first wave of their friends getting married. And you just, it's just natural to just do whatever is kind of customary or whatever your parents are used to doing. And I, I'm grateful for the fact that I had the time and space to really be like, oh, this is actually what I would want my day to be like, even though it feels really different than what other people do and when you get on phone a phone with like the vendors and stuff like that they kind of push you towards doing what's you know the average wedding does and it's funny because lots of times when you kind of push back and you're like no I don't want to do that and they're like oh cool I actually kind of like that (laughs) it's like but you just the whole industry is kind of forcing you into doing things the way everybody does it too so much like life in general, people are just kind of always having an expectation that you're going to do things the way most people do it. But kind of really being in tune to really what you want and what feels true to you and not being swayed by what other people have done or what feels normal. And, you know, people's expectations come up a lot as well. And, you know, for us, for me, without getting into it too much with my um, drama, but I have a a young niece and nephew, and my husband and I didn't want to have children at our wedding. It didn't feel like the appropriate setting. It was a very small wedding. They're very young children. As much as we love them, it just didn't, you know, it was an adult party and not what we wanted. And my sister-in-law and brother were very upset by this. And as a result, my sister-in-law didn't come to the wedding. And, you know, it's put a strain on our relationship and... It's hard when you, when it's your day and you're so excited and you just want everyone else to be happy and excited, but other people have these expectations of you and make it about them. And it can be really challenging to, to accept it and be, just kind of move past it and allow your day to still be your day and not let those things get to you. And I'll get to in a little bit, you know, dealing with that and, you know, having support systems that help. But, you know, that was something challenging that had to do with expectations as well. And we weren't going to change our mind. At the end of the day, it's our wedding and it's our decision to make. But it really still relates to life. I mean, you can't be walking around, tiptoeing around everybody else's emotions at the expense of you and your happiness. Like, it's your life. It's your wedding. And obviously still being, you know, not just trampling all over people and not caring about people's feelings. But at the end of the day, knowing that your life and your wedding is supposed to make you happy and that, you know, you shouldn't have to be giving up your happiness at the expense of making other people happy. 
So that was lesson number one, living life on your terms and doing what's right for you. Lesson number two is the importance of support systems that can help you feel your best. So this, as I was kind of alluding to a minute ago, I started seeing a therapist on BetterHelp, which has been an interesting experience. Good mostly, but I you know, had to go through a couple of therapists to find one that worked for me. But the whole process is super easy in terms of like finding a therapist at all, finding a new therapist, getting appointments, and the price is amazing. So if you have been considering therapy, I definitely recommend checking out BetterHelp. It's a much much more affordable option than in-person therapy, and it's super easy to just do it from your home. You can text them if you need to. I highly, highly recommend it. But definitely going to therapy was a very important support system that I had going into the wedding. And again, this translates to life in general. It really is just important to have those support systems that make you be the best version of you and feel your best. And as I talked about in the episode about my bachelorette, I have been struggling with anxiety on the bachelorette. It was just (laughs) thrown into craziness because of the caffeine that I drank, which does not agree with my body anymore. But just in general, I've had kind of these waves of anxiety throughout the entire planning process. And really in hindsight, it kicked into high gear when this whole argument happened with my brother and sister-in-law. And really being able to talk to a therapist. I also spoke to um, my friend Jen Vitali, who was a health coach that I saw for a while. She did an episode on this podcast, which I definitely recommend checking out. I will link to it in the show notes but she is now practicing Reiki and we had a session as well. And just talking to both of them kind of about my feelings regarding what was happening in my family leading up to the wedding and just preparing myself for the day of and the emotions that would come up and just creating a lot of self-awareness, self-acceptance, acceptance of the situation. I really learned a lot going through this whole process and being prepared walking into the day. So I was able to really enjoy my day, have a pleasant interaction with my brother, and it really went the best that it possibly could have went. And I do in a lot of ways attribute that to my conversation with Jen and my ongoing therapy appointments. So I definitely recommend talking to someone professional. (laughs) I know we love to use our friends as therapists, but it can be really helpful to have that professional opinion because They can give you this impartial view of what's happening and also provide you with tools that maybe your friends aren't necessarily aware of. And even something that I thought was interesting that my therapist brought up that I wanted to mention because I think this is something that probably a lot of us struggle with is, and this is something that I even talk to my clients about, is that our mind is programmed to look for threats, to look for what's wrong in our environment so that it can try and keep us safe. And like, you know, other conversations that we've had on this show about how our brain works, these are all things that evolutionarily were really important for survival, but now in the world we live in kind of end up acting to our detriment because we are really not often in dangerous situations, but our brain is still looking for things that are dangerous or wrong. So something that I kept experiencing and leading up to the wedding is I was just super hyper-focused on like the dumbest things in hindsight. I mean, you could look at it either way, but I was, you know, freaking out about somebody potentially getting COVID for the wedding, especially myself or my husband or, 
you know, people that were in the wedding and what if people couldn't come? And that was a really big concern. I was like obsessing about if my hair was too long, if I should get a trim, if then I trimmed it, if it would be too short. Like it was like I was just hopping from one thing to the next because my brain just needed something to focus on, to freak out about. So I think it was really helpful that my therapist kind of brought that up as to just be aware that my mind is going to do that and try and put it in its place and not let it make me crazy. And I think that that was a really helpful piece of awareness for me, especially going into the actual day. Another thing that really was in terms of a support system that helped me feel my best that I've mentioned, I think a couple times on the show already is that I was experiencing some weight gain and just feeling like things just weren't right in my body, even though I was doing all the same things that I've been doing for the last few years that were making me feel really good. And I just knew something was up. So I worked with a naturopathic doctor and got a gut test done where they literally understand like what the microbes and stuff are like what your gut is made up of, what the balance is and all of those really specific microbes that can control all different parts of the way we feel and the way we look. And it so happened that I had this random imbalance that was creating this weight resistance where I felt like I was just continuing to put weight on even though I was eating very healthy. And addressing these issues going into the wedding just helped me feel so much more confident because I felt like I was feeling back to myself, which was very important to me, obviously. I mean, we put a lot of pressure on our wedding day, and I wish I could say that I'm at a place with my body image and issues like that where it wouldn't have mattered to me if I was, you know, eight pounds more than I am typically, but it was something that I was really struggling with, and I was really thankful that the timing of that was all able to work out and that I'm just feeling so confident and just back to myself and what feels natural for me. Also, like working out more consistently, feeling just more strong and confident. I kind of, throughout COVID, was just doing some at-home workouts, doing a little bit here, a little bit there. I wasn't in the same kind of routine as I had always been previous to that. And it felt really good to get back into reformer Pilates and doing something that made me feel really strong and like I'm building muscle again and like that is I'm counting as some kind of a support system too because also as we know when you work out it creates endorphins and I just feel like in general it really contributed to me feeling more confident and strong and like back to kind of the way my body had been feeling previously. So really just taking the time to make that a real priority. I was always taking you know long walks every day and getting in the movement that we know is just beneficial for our health in general but I really needed to like amp up my strength to to feel more empowered. It also was very helpful for me to chat with Kristen Ferrara from Aligned and Well. Um, As I mentioned in previous episodes as well, she is somebody who um, helps people to deal with their anxiety through breath work, and that's been very helpful for me as well. And then obviously also just keeping up with the support systems that have always been a part of my life and phoning them in when I need them. So you know, having really open conversations with my husband, calling my mom like every day, <laughs> it going on lunch and dinner dates with my friends and really opening them, opening up to them about the things that were going on with me and what I needed support with. And also journaling and meditation, which are part of my routine always that I really leaned into in those times when I really needed them. 
And just in general, having this entire support system to make me feel my best, like it sounds like a laundry list of different people (laughs) and practices, but the amount of time that's really invested is not, not anything crazy and it is so, so worth it. So just kind of taking a look at your life and being like, do you have the support systems that you need to really feel your best? Are you taking care of yourself and doing things like meditation and journaling? Do you have these other people that you can turn to, whether it is friends, family, significant other, or professionals that can support you. So that was a really important part of me really being the best for the day of the wedding and really all the time, but (laughs) it was definitely very helpful for the day of the wedding, which is point number three, which is harnessing the power of your mind. So I had the most amazing wedding day ever. It truly lived up to the hype in every possible way. And it's crazy to think that I probably was having an anxiety attack all day through it, but I was determined to not let that get to me. So the day before, we, um, I had my, my girls, my bridal party over, and we did glam squad, we did manicure pedicures, and then we went to dinner with the bridal party and plus ones. And throughout that whole day, I had a very anxious stomach. I was trying to eat because I didn't want to, I wanted to be able to have a few glasses of wine while we were getting our manicure pedicures and while we were at dinner. But I, of course, didn't want to be hungover because I did not want to be hungover for my wedding day. So I was being very intentional about the fact that I knew that my stomach was in knots and I was trying to eat whatever I could. And I was trying to make sure that I wasn't drinking too much. And I, even though I definitely was feeling anxiety that the day before on Friday, I still was able to just have the most amazing time. I was just like hyper aware of making sure that I was taking care of myself and not being careless. And I woke up that morning of the wedding around five o'clock, which was not when I wanted to wake up. And I was like, I feel like kind of nauseous. I feel kind of hungover. And my heart was beating like crazy, like beating out of my chest. And I was like, I don't deserve this. I was so careful. Like I did not drink too much yesterday at all. And I felt myself like starting to get into that place of being like, I've only felt this way before with these heart palpitations on The Bachelorette when I was having a legitimate panic attack. And I was trying so hard to not let my mind get to that place where I was feeling anxiety, but I, my body was really, really there. And I did, I laid in bed and I probably went in and out of sleep for a little bit. And then I was like, okay, it's time to wake up. But my heart palpitations were still like crazy. So I did the meditation that I usually do, which is a progressive muscle relaxation meditation, which is always really, really helpful. And I definitely felt that it had helped with my breathing, but my heart was still like, it was crazy. Like I was like, there's no way my heart always feels like this, <laughs> does it? Because it was, it was beating out of my chest and it was really scaring me. And I remembered what Jen had told me, Jen Vitale of, um, it's Jen Jen again, who I had mentioned before that had done the Reiki and I'd had that session with the week before. She was saying that when you're in the place of anxiety to just close your eyes and like feel all the places where you feel the anxiety and just feel into it. Just let it be there. Like kind of talk yourself through it. Put your hand over wherever you're feeling it 
instead of kind of just pushing it away, which I think is something that I struggle with, is that I I'm very much come from a place of like, I don't have time to be feeling this right now. Like, how do I just get it to end? But instead, it was more of like a surrendering and leaning into it and just letting it be. And I did that for, I talked to myself because I also forgot to bring a pen and a journal. I thought there would have just been pen and paper there, but there wasn't, which I was staying in a hotel, which I thought was very funny. And like, there's always a pen in a hotel room, but there wasn't there. So I was basically just like journaling out loud, talking out loud, talking to myself and just feeling into my heart. And I couldn't believe it just went away. Like after a few minutes of me just really feeling into it and being okay with it being there and talking to myself and telling myself it was going to be okay no matter what, it really dissipated. And I was like, wow, (laughs) this is something that I definitely have to share because I could not believe how quickly it worked. So my heartbeat came down, which was awesome, but my stomach was still in knots. And it's interesting because, again, this is the only other time that I've experienced this with my stomach and my taste buds was when I was having that panic attack on my bachelorette party, but food literally didn't taste right. Like, and not like I read before, like sometimes it has a metallic-y taste, but it's like, it just didn't taste like the way I know it tastes. Like I was eating things that I've eaten before and they did not taste right. So I know my body was in a panic state, but I just was not going to let anything get to me. (laughs) And I really did have the best day. Like it was absolutely beautiful. And, you know, 99.9% of everything went perfectly, but things were imperfect. You know, like I, it started raining during our first look and some of the pictures and we need to take some pictures with an umbrella. But at the end of the day, like those pictures are probably adorable and it's probably great that we ended up being able to get some that looked like that. Like it didn't affect my dress or anything like that. Uh, Also buttons were popping off of my dress. (laughs) So I had a couple pop off because I was probably inhaling so like deeply trying to like breathe and calm myself down as the day was going on. But I was just like, you know what? Honestly, I'm breathing better without them. So it's fine. It was just kind of like all of these like little things throughout the day that easily could have thrown me into being upset or panicking. I was just very happy and just calm and present. And I just wasn't going to let it affect the way I felt about the day. And I attribute that to all of those support systems leading up because I was really prepared for some of those feelings popping up and how I could handle them. So, I mean, definitely just understanding too that again, like this, this lesson is harnessing the power of our mind and really like my body was panicking, (laughs) but my mind was like, nope, not today. Today is going to be the best day of your life. And it really was. So I'm not saying that I would be able to turn that on any day, but just knowing that when it really matters and when you really harness what your brain can do, you can really do anything. And that can work the other way too. Like when we let ourselves spiral in our brain, we end up creating these negative impacts as well. So that was a really, really big lesson for me. And then finally is appreciating the ebbs and flows. So this is another thing that my therapist prepared me for, and I remember from my friends got married too, is 
I mean, your wedding day is such an extreme high. It's just like so many endorphins and, you know, adrenaline and serotonin and dopamine and all of those different neurotransmitters are going wild and you're just on such a total high. But your body needs to come in balance again, so you're going to be feeling some lows coming out of it. And I definitely had some like post-wedding blues and I was just exhausted, which was probably a combination of my body just adjusting. And also there's just so much, I mean, the weeks leading up to it, there's just so much buildup. So really just kind of letting myself be like, this is normal. It's normal to feel this way. I'm just going to let myself sleep in. I'm going to chill and I'm going to just make myself feel happy by like looking at any pictures that I have from the day, which is pretty much what I did for many days afterwards. (laughs) And understanding too, that in those lows, like I mentioned earlier, our brain is going to look for problems. And the one thing that I kind of kept going back to is I'm so careful throughout the entire day of the wedding to not drink too much because I knew I hadn't eaten as much as I should have because again, my stomach was weird and things were tasting weird. So I was really careful not to drink too much because I wanted to be super present for the day. And then once it was dinner time and party time, I was like, okay, now it's ready. (laughs) I'm ready to start partying and having fun. And there was a lot of tequila shots and it was a lot of fun. But it felt like the party part of the night went by in like the snap of my fingers. Like it felt like it was a half hour when it was two and a half hours. And I kept going back to that in my head, just being like, well, did I drink too much? Like should, like just again, overanalyzing my actions when at the end of the day, I had the best time. Who cares if I'm missing a couple minutes here and there when I was thinking about it? Like in six months, when I look back, I wouldn't remember those details of the dance party either. What matters is that I had the most beautiful day, the most fun dance party. I was having the time of my life and I need to just, we need to just tell our brain sometimes, like, I know you're trying to protect me, but you're not going (laughs) to bring me down because there is nothing negative to look for here. So just a reminder that again, especially when you're coming down from a big high, your brain might be trying to bring you even lower. So just knowing that that's just part of what it does and to always do your best to just accept that for being what it is and not fall into the trap of really buying into those thoughts. And also just on the topic of ebbs and flows, like I just, in terms of my eating habits going into the wedding, of course, obviously I talk about it all the time. Eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle is literally my life and what I help other people with. And I talk about the 80-20 rule all the time. And I would love to say that I'm the kind of person that's like, your wedding day is just like any other day and I'm never going to be stressed about the way I look like I'm not that evolved yet I'm working on it another reason that I'm in therapy but for me going into that day I was you know normally I'm 80 20 I was more like 95 5 like I was really really making the healthiest choices that I possibly could still I mean never not eating when I'm hungry or doing anything like that like not falling into any of that diet culture shit but really just being like I'm making the healthiest choices for myself I'm stopping when I'm satisfied, I'm only eating when I'm hungry, and I'm going to really be very measured with the way that I'm eating leading up to that day. 
And then obviously after that day, I was like, I want to eat everything because I had not eaten a lot of my favorite things from ordering in and stuff like that because I'd been making these super healthy decisions leading up. So probably for like the few days after the wedding, I was more like a 60-40 split, 50-50 maybe. And my body really was craving to land in that natural balance again. And I wanted to share this part because this, everybody's human and I want everybody to know that this is stuff that everybody experiences. Even someone like me who makes a really conscious effort to be living a healthy lifestyle day in, day out, when you have a few days where you're like off your game, as much as your body wants to be back in your balance, it's hard to be like, okay, I'm going to go grocery shopping now. I'm going to cook. I'm going to do all of those things. So just be gentle with yourself if you're in the ebb of that and you're feeling like you're having a hard time adjusting and just take it one step at a time. Like I was like, okay, for the next couple of days when I was ready, my body's like, okay, Nick, enough with the ordering out. It's like I'd had my smoothie every day always, but I was like, okay, now you're going to make your salad for lunch and then you can order dinner for a couple more days and then you have to start getting back to your normal self. And allowing myself space for that was really important because there's no need for us to be rushing things and beating ourselves up as long as we are making progress in the right direction. It's something to be proud of. And, you know, with the ebbs and the flows, just knowing that the in-betweens of life is what adds up to being the most. So obviously days like our weddings are huge deals and, you know, other momentous days that happen in our lives. But just, again, focusing on the fact of even if something like your wedding didn't quite go as you planned, it's not about the the one big day here and there. It's really about what you do in the in-between that matters. And when we are doing these things, you know, honoring the ebbs and the flows, harnessing the power of our minds, understanding the importance of our support systems and living life on our terms for what's true to us, it makes us more able to be present for the big days and for the little days and to be happy as much as we possibly can and strong and resilient in those lows. So I hope that this is helpful, even though I don't know how many of you are going through the marriage process. If you are and you want to need to talk to anybody about the stress of planning a wedding or anything like that, I'm happy to chat with anybody about this topic. But I do, again, feel like this stuff really all applies to just life in general. And I think I learned some really great lessons from this whole process. And I was very excited to share them with you. So if you are enjoying the show, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on Instagram at the.detox.diaries. And of course, if you are enjoying the show, I would love if you would share this episode with someone in your life that you think could benefit, or if you could leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, it's really the best way to support the show. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you on the next one. Bye.